Marhaba, and welcome to the Matrix Green Pill, where real people connect. Hello, and welcome back to the Matrix Green Pill podcast. I'm Melvin Abraham, and today I'm joined by my beautiful co host, Shirin D. Oz. Welcome, Ozzy. Hey, hey, Mel. It's been a while, but I'm happy to have you joining me today. So, to introduce our guest, please welcome Aparna Rajesh. She is a dynamic HR practitioner with extensive experience in transformational leadership. Aparna is currently the HR director of UAE and Oman and the head of compensation and benefits EMEA with Wholesome Group. In November 2021, she was also shortlisted in the top six SLCHRO awards among 250 companies in the GCC. Welcome and thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, Melun, Hashirin, and uh, thanks for having me here. So to start off, Aparna, you certainly have some very diverse skills. So it's best that we hear from you about you. Could you please introduce yourself and give us a brief on your background and how you ended up here in the UAE? Thanks, Shirin. As you rightly introduced on my current role, I think I will start from there. Apart from the HR, from a professional perspective, I also lead the teams looking after communications, IT, and the very much talked about sustainability within the UAE and Oman setup. I've been with Wholesome for the last 14 plus years in over eight roles, predominantly within the HR and communications Stream. Apart from that, I think my interest has always been very, very varied. So um, in from a classical dance to uh, looking at uh, dramatics to look going or going for charity organizations. So this is the various topics that uh, I keep myself sort of engaged with. And of course, not least to say that I have three kids with uh, all below 10 years old and a husband who's very, very supportive and helps me in all these elements. You're really an expert uh, in the field of HR, especially with all these awards and uh, nominations. So tell us a bit more about your role and uh, maybe a bit about the awards as well. In the last 18 months, or let's say from COVID, a lot of aspects have changed within the HR field. And similarly, uh, within our context as an organization, we did a lot of rethinking on how we want to be looked at in the coming few years. So we sat up a full rehaul of the entire organization and that's where added on topics like sustainability and to be visible as market leaders and that. From that, the entire organization, the entire department in HR was revamped by myself 12 months back where um, the entire team was had each and every person had a new role on it. And the idea was for us to learn and to enjoy in it. So that's something which I've always wanted and I believe in, that unless you enjoy what you're doing, you're not going to really give your 100%. This was the idea behind revamping the whole thing, challenging it, shaking up. For example, one of the aspects that we really shook up was our internal recruitment policy. Globally, we have something called a approval process, which I removed internally within the country to say that anybody who wants or who interested in a move doesn't need to take an approval from the organization or his or her manager. They are open to apply and this drastically sort of improved our internal uh, move percentage. So such kind of initiatives which the entire team worked towards uh, led us to a couple of topics that we were recognized on uh, and I think the most award that I'm closest to is the one that was recognized for by the government HR awards, which we were recognized as uh, the 
top HR business resilient business. And we were the only private company that was recognized within the UAE. So this is something which we all talk about as HR partnering with the business and going hand in hand. So this is really something which um, this award helped us sort of recognize ourselves to say, okay, the efforts that we're putting on ensuring the business continues as HR is in the right direction. So this is something uh, which we were all very quite happy to be recognized with. So is this the one that you guys won the Flexible Working Initiative Award? Not. This is the other organization, which is called Future at Workplace. So the award that we won, as you rightly said, was for flexible uh, working hours. And uh, the change that we had made as a manufacturing setup, which we need to understand the uh, background, is a very orthodox or classical uh, you know, industry, which is not very forward thinking like the other industries in the IT and uh, retail sectors. So for us as an organization where we have factories to come up with uh, flexible working hours and to, for it to actually work with the business requirement was something which was a huge change for people. It took us about eight months to put in place, to open up, to talk about concept of sharing of hot desks, to ask the GM of the business to say, listen, this is not your desk, this is everybody's desk, was an interesting challenge, which we have come through. So it's feel recognized and have won that award. Wow. So it's definitely been quite the journey for you. And actually, I wanted to talk more about a different topic. You know, in recent times, there has been a lot more awareness around the issues of diversity and inclusion, as well as equal opportunities for women. Have you seen much of a change in how these issues are being addressed? And what would you say are the challenges with making such changes? There has been a lot of change in the last 10 years when I was in a much more junior position versus now. We have many more, um, if I specifically talk about women, we have many more senior women to look up to. Therefore, today having uh, CEOs or having operational talent from the women category is not frowned upon. Diversity and inclusion perspective, I think as a company, if I talk about Wholesome specifically, we have always looked at encouraging women very strongly. And we were one of the few companies early on to have equal pay, equal rights. Uh, always there within the structure. Recently started talking about is not just the women from a diversity perspective, but also categorizing young talent, categorizing what we so-called say in terms of senior talent, if the above if 50 age bracket, being inclusive. So this is something which, in fact, uh, we had just attended the HR summit two weeks back. It was a topic where a lot of the businesses, even traditional industries were talking about within the UAE sector and how important and, and the percentages that have been increasing. So the uh, topics of having women in the board, especially from the government and how that has helped the women flourish, how it has helped in terms of diversity of age brackets, if I could say, where we keep talking about young talent, but uh, we need to remember that we have talent who are above 50 or above 60 also needs to be uh, utilized to the best in terms of the business interest. So these are the various points where we are trying to focus on and not just the category of women, which I know is much talked about. It's also uh, the other topics that we are focusing on. 
you mentioned that things have changed in the last few years. And what trends do you think have shaped HR during these past years? And obviously, COVID would have impacted it, as you already mentioned. So we'd like to know more about that. One of the trends uh, that has shaped HR and has accelerated during the COVID time is digitalization. HR as community has always been a bit uh, apprehensive into embracing this. And COVID really pushed us all to uh, accept that faster. Understanding on how to use the digital way of living to be more proactive and resilient for the businesses and how do we upskill ourselves or reskill ourselves as HR to be closer to the business, which is what was the expectation. Digitalization has been the hot topic and will be for some time. I'm here again to change the direction a little bit. You mentioned that you were into dancing and I wanted to speak on that because I heard that you have been a dancer for 20 years and you also recently performed at the Expo 2020, which must have been incredible. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Thanks for bringing that up. It was definitely exciting to represent um, India at the Expo. And we're all as UAE proud of the Expo 2020 as well. So yes, in terms of uh, my uh, direction or my uh, say love with dance, it's been since childhood. And uh, I have always used dance to express myself in various other aspects as being a mother, as being a professional person and always try to use the elements that we learn from dance in terms of thinking on the feet, um, in terms of memory tests, in terms of physical uh, resilience, these aspects which I normally use even in the professional front with the team. I try to keep myself, say, balanced with the mind, body and the heart being always intrigued. And uh, so dance is that element which gives me that uh, happiness. I'm lucky enough to be able to follow my passion from a mind perspective with my career and a body perspective with dance and heart perspective with the family. Okay, so is this one of those Bollywood sort of dance thingies that happened or what sort of dance was this? Okay, so at the Expo specifically, we were asked to uh, represent uh, the Indian culture for the Diwali festival. There was a theme of uh, the uh, drums represented from different states of the country and the classical dance art form represented from the different states of the country. So what was Diwali and how does it bring all of us together, diversity and inclusion, if I could sort of put that uh, in. And how does this make our life uh, colorful and happy was the theme of the entire uh, program. You know, some inside information we hear, you have the distinction of being you know, given an award while you were actually dancing in the past. Can you tell us a bit more about that? This is a few, many years back, but a fond memory nevertheless. Chennai, which is one of the um, well-known cities for uh, critiques on art forms, is a place where... Um, all artists, be it musicians, dancers, instrumentalists, all love to perform. So I had an opportunity to perform in one of the stages in uh, Chennai in India. And um, some of the critiques that had come to watch the program uh, were, um, I think, extremely grateful and generous with their kind words. And uh, they decided to award me a title, which is called Bharatnatyam Bhaskara at the end of the program uh, and uh, for excellence in the art form and uh, contribution. So that was was a very, very fond memory and uh, happy memory of having contributed. I remember the last time I was dancing was uh, at this couple's 15th anniversary and they gave me an award just to get me off the floor in between. So really, I mean, things up, Aparna. That's really something. Thanks. 
It really, really is. And um, of course, I'm not much of an expert on Bollywood dances and such. Uh, but from the many varieties that I've seen, they all have such distinctive and beautiful moves about them. So I'm sure that you're a very beautiful dancer. Love to see it someday. Would love to dance with you someday. So I think that will be more fun. You need to teach me some moves. Gladly. I also heard about your special group of friends with whom you perhaps let your hair down and go on regular trips together with. Could you share a little bit more about that? I think like all of us have our own uh, way of sort of letting our hair down, as you said. There are a lot of groups of friends that we have uh, based on interests. I mean, group of friends that who love to dance, group of friends who love to play the instrument. In fact, there was recently we joined a group of friends who uh, sing and play the guitar really well. So sometimes just being the audience is something just as delightful as being part of the uh, main stage or the spotlight. I think one of the groups that I have, which is from my um, MBA, is we are four of us who uh, meet up once a year and we all four are living different parts of the world. We come down and um, we challenge each other, think about new ideas, basically um, be as critical and brutal and as loud with each other for those three or four days without the families. This is one special group that um, I'm always fond of and close to who helped me uh, to be a better person. With all of this and in all the time that I've known you, you know, you've always been great at balancing stuff, you know, whether it's learning new languages or a new dance form, traveling, participating in contests. If I'm not missing, I remember you painted yourself blue for a contest and then the balancing would work. And then, as you mentioned right at the beginning, you know, twins. So how difficult was that phase for you? I think um, specifically as every mother goes through their process I think the twins really brought me a sense of a stability in the sense that when you are always looking at um, achieving results and wanting things to go in your way the twins really helped me at least personally step back and uh, think about not just the end result but enjoying the journey and um, like everybody else I had this mind that I will have one plus one kid and we had three kids and one thing I can say is that if I'm doing an interview and this is a typical HR I would say talking if I'm doing an interview and I'm looking at somebody who is um, say a budgeting or a planning uh, manager and if he or she tells me that they have twins I would immediately hire because if you have twins you better be on your toe for in, in terms of planning and uh, they have really taught us on how to um, plan well and be ready for uh, your backups. Here's a tip to all our listeners. If you're interviewing with Wholesome and Aparna is interviewing you, please mention that you have twins to get the job. So we're going to speak of another difficult phase. Maybe not for you. You were clearly winning a lot of awards during this time. But COVID-19, you know, was difficult for a lot of us. And it changed a lot for many of us. So did it change things for you personally yeah. and professionally? Yes, definitely. It did change. COVID helped me personally, of course, get back to what I love, to dance and to realize that um, life has a lot of priorities, but you need to do things that is really close to your heart uh, and give that uh, chance to yourself. And so I'm th really thankful to that. It gave me a lot of family time and give a lot of us, I think, a lot of family uh, time, which I cherish. And I think professionally, it was challenging, definitely, like for a lot of us. We had to reinvent ourselves. 
do more the topic of i was personally involved in a lot of with a lot of voluntary organizations for um, the well-being aspect where uh, you open up you share you understand the uh, what people are going through you have uh, a sense of gratitude when you listen to all these stories and where you are and uh, how uh, your family is supportive and continuing to be supportive so i think this this covid period has positively impacted us in ensuring that you know I pick up the call and give a hello to one of my aunties who have not probably spoken food for a long time or I've picked up the phone and told hi to a really old school friend and not just done a facebook chat so this is something which I'm really thankful for that covid has helped us realize that uh, life is not just about tomorrow it's also about today I absolutely agree with that and I think it's taught all of us to appreciate the time that we have with the people that we care about especially because so many were not able to see each other for such long periods of time for the first time maybe so yeah it's definitely been quite eye-opening for everyone in that sense so Aparna I guess this might be a bit of a personal preference or a personal question that I'd like to ask as uh, you being someone that works in HR what are some things that you look out for when browsing through candidates? You know, if I'm working on my CV, what are things that I should work on improving or including to really stand out? The one thing that um, I would like to advise is that when you're looking at a particular role and a company try to understand the value system that the company believes in and follows and the role linked to this i know there is um, the typical process of a cv and a covering letter but try and understand what the company stands for and see where you can add value to that when you apply for a job don't just forward your cv but try and link that value system or uh, leading competencies if i could say is there that's there in the organization and link that to yourself that will help me as hr believe that yes you are not going to just be a 9 to 5 person but you're going to be a positive influence and if i'm looking at a leadership role that's the only thing that i look at is how are you going to positively influence the future gen and not really the ebit target or the revenue target which should follow in any case so here's a note to our listeners and to the producer of the show we may see ozzy updating her cv sometimes soon maybe we need to have a chat with her yes thank you for the tips i'm sure these will be very handy for other listeners as well of course you know we've talked about your many successes that you've had so far looking ahead what would you say are some of your future goals or what's next for you is a specific interest on the topic of sustainability and i have recently taken up an addition to my control on that so um, it's such a huge space in this particular time frame in this particular organization which is as we call ourselves market leaders so what are we doing for the future generation in terms of sustainability so that's something which i've just recently started exploring working with the governments uh, locally over here and how do we influence positively the country the organization and the future generations to ensure we are um, up there and not just um, building revenue uh, year on year so that's uh, something which uh, is up next for me personally and where we are trying to encourage everybody in the organization irrespective of the position to think from this perspective from a future goals perspective i think if i can say so uh, i'm currently working on uh, building my stamina to do a 1 hour uh, 
classical dance program and i'm currently only halfway there so building myself physically and mentally towards that from a family perspective to um, inculcate somewhere um, the habit of giving out rather than taking in that is something which all of us uh, i think somewhere uh, do that definitely but the intention over here personally for me is not to talk about it monetarily but talk about it from a time perspective so this is something also again whatever i normally believe or think and i try and put it in all elements so even as an organization we are going to be putting this as an objective for each and every employee where giving their time for the community is going to be part of the uh, mandate so that's something which um, is something which i'm excited about in hoping to change mindset and uh, personally leading it sounds like a really great plan well thank you for answering all of our questions uh, we've actually now come to the segment of our show where we will each ask you a couple rapid fire questions are you ready to play yes great okay which of the three boys was your favorite character definitely hrithik roshan oh my god group hr head or general managerial post what's your next frontier a uh, group hr head what next dance style would you like to master dance style uh, would be a uh, bachata which is something which i was recently exposed to and uh, it's not i would like to uh, master i would like uh, the partner and me to master okay so aparna's husband if you're listening to this podcast aparna this one's my personal favorite what is one thing that you do every day no matter how busy you are i uh, kiss my family good morning and uh, kiss them good night that's so sweet before we wrap up right we're going to do our uh, green pill moment and for our segment called your green pill moment we're going to ask you one question okay aparna could you share an inspiring or life changing experience that you have gone through which was your green pill moment this is a question that uh, i thought a lot about and um, during my college days uh, there was um, a, a lot of dance competitions and um, i was up for the hat trick uh, competition in the third year everything was perfect the dance the group everything was perfect and i had a knee lock because of which i couldn't move almost overnight somewhere from there on i believe that there is an uh, a superior being where you need to step back and say enjoy the efforts enjoy the journey and not really delve too much on the result because i think what that journey helped me with is what i am today so i keep reminding myself that um, look at the journey look at your efforts and if you're happy with that try not to think about the result and which is something which i still do work on it's a life changing experience for me that um, everything would be 100% but still there could be a slip between the cup and the lip how did it end it ended uh, me sitting next to the judges and helping them find the next best person and i think that was even better that i could choose the person who could represent the college which uh, looking back today makes me feel proud that uh, i was able to help in that so in your own uh, inspiring or life changing experience you have also shared some really great advice to the listeners so oh, thank you so much uh, aparna i mean you've shared your fantastic and inspiring story with us today especially this last green pill uh, moment that's fantastic uh, advice and i'm sure our audience will thoroughly enjoy this conversation thank you so much for having me here and going back the memory lane i think it just um, brought in a lot of smiles and learnings i've enjoyed uh, experiencing 
Yes. And just before we say goodbye, could you share maybe your social media handles or where our listeners could possibly find you? On LinkedIn as Aparna Rajesh. And I know Melvin, you introduced me as Aparna Naveen. Um, I have still decided to keep my maiden name all these uh, years. From a Facebook, Instagram perspective, I'm not there. So I'm mainly contactable through LinkedIn. Perfect. Thank you so much, Aparna. Thank you, Aparna. And we've had a wonderful time and we hope you've enjoyed your time with us as well. It was lovely. Thanks for having me. If you enjoy our conversations, please like and subscribe. See you next Wednesday.